0: What's going on, everyone? I am your host, Dimitri Amos, here again for another episode of the Oasis Lifestyle Podcast. I'm excited to be with you again today, and I'm excited to share with you again today um, as we move forward in the podcast that we call Oasis Lifestyle. Today, we are gonna be talking about, well, let me just back real quick we are going to be going over the final letter in the OASIS acronym. We have covered O, which is obedience. We have covered A, which is accountability. We have covered the S with the first S, which is going to be, hopefully you guys remember this stuff, now I shouldn't have to say it, but sacrifice. We have covered I, which is integrity, and now on episode five, closing this acronym out. It is going to be on serving. I'm really excited about this. Um, honestly, I'm excited about all of them because I really believe that God has called me to do this. Um, when it's something that he has given you, it, there's just a difference behind it. It feels different. I have played tons of video games over you know the course of time I've been alive on this earth. I have streamed and I thought that was something that I wanted to do for The rest of my life, live streaming video games, don't get me wrong, it's something I like to do, but it's not something I actually want to do for the rest of my life. But what I'm doing now, uh, I really truly enjoy and believe that God um, is not just blessing me, but blessing everybody else who is hearing this. So let's go ahead and jump on into this. But again, we are talking about serving today. Serving is huge. It is a huge part of life. It is something that people should do on a daily basis. I'm sure in some form or fashion you probably have and maybe don't really know exactly how you did, um, but I'm sure you have. And as we go through this episode, um, I hope that you, it, you will be it will be revealed to you. Um, and if not, if it hasn't been something you've done, that you have an opportunity now to have learned something new and apply this into your life. So what I wanna do first, as always, is to go through the meaning of what I believe serving uh, to mean for me in this specific situation through the OASIS uh, acronym. So again, from the dictionary.com, the meaning of serving says, the act of a person or thing. Let me start over here. The act of a person or a thing that serves. Pretty simple, right? Say one more time, the act of a person or a thing that serves. So again, it's an act of a person, an act of a thing that serves. So serving to me is an action word, right? You can't say you're serving without that, without actually really doing it. Otherwise, is it really considered serving? That's something you got to think about because for me, If I'm serving, like I think about the biggest thing I think about when it comes to serving is, well, besides people, is tennis. When they're talking about serving, uh, you know, the ball, um, it's an action that they're doing at that time to show that they're serving. When they're doing volleyball, they're getting ready to serve and serving is in a moment, you know, they're serving that ball, right? It's all an action Word, So it's like it's actually alive uh, when you're at a restaurant. Someone who is coming to you and putting food on your table, they are serving you the food. So it really can't be serving unless you're actually moving. There's actually something that has to be taking place in order for me uh, for me to believe that serving is actually in motion. Um, I want to read to you a quick quote uh, that I heard and it was really good by Felix Adler. The quote says, To care for anyone else's, (laughs) forgive me, I don't know what's going on this afternoon here. To care for anyone else enough to make their problems one's own is ever the beginning of one's real ethical development. I'm going to read it one more time. I know I got a little tongue twisted there, but it says, To care for anyone else enough to make their problems one's own, meaning yours, is ever the beginning of one's, meaning you, real ethical development. And when I take away the information from this, what it's saying is like, if you're willing to take the time to handle someone else's issues, meaning they're down, they're struggling with something in their life, there's things that have been going on, and you have taken the time to invest into that individual to To be able to let them share what's on their heart, speak freely without you having to jump in and say something and try to start talking before they even have a chance to get out everything that they have to say, it says is ever the beginning of one's real ethical development. and Because you really take time to invest into an individual. And take on their problems, take on their cares, because they may not know how to get out of it. I'm sure everyone who is listening to this right now has had has had someone in their life who has gone through something, something where they you have seen them de- uh, feeling depressed, uh, something where they're sad, uh, you've seen them cry, you've seen them break down emotionally in some form or fashion, where you have been there to say, "Hey, they're there," you know, pat them on the back, they're there. Um, But some people have really gone deeper than that and really trying to figure out what the issue is and how you can be a blessing to them while they're going through that situation. That is serving. So how often do you take the time to focus on other individuals' concerns over your own? Is this a priority to you at all in any kind of way? I mean, it really should be because there's so many people out there right now they have no idea to have no idea that there are people out here that really, truly want to help. They've been hurt in the past. People have said that they care, but then they don't show it. It's just again, it's all your actions serving when you're serving someone, your actions will back that up. Do you have any ulterior motives when you serve? Is it really for them? Or do you have an angle somewhere in there that nobody can see but you? You know who came into your life where you felt like man if i just do something for them that they'll be able to do something for me so i will invest my time into individual here because i know that there will be something that comes back for me well if that is your mindset i'm just going to tell you now it's not going to be much that comes from that don't get me wrong yeah you might earn something but The real heart of the issue has not been dealt with. You still have a serving problem and you still really haven't dealt with the issue of learning how to really serve. And again, that's the ethical development that the quote is speaking about that Felix Adler has mentioned here. It is it's ever the beginning of one's real ethical development, really learning how to serve, really learning how to just put yourself out of the equation and do it for them. One thing I wanted to talk about, again, I like to share testimonies about what I've been through in my life because I really believe that this is important. I can't just talk about something without sharing that I've been through something in my life, too. So I remember some years back. I mean, now it's probably been, hmm, I don't know, like eight, nine years ago, maybe. Maybe even I said, maybe, yeah, that that sounds about right. Um, I was out of work. I was out of work at the time and, uh, looking for a new job, like looking for like a new kind of career, you know, I've done so much stuff in my life. And if you guys looked at my resume, y'all would laugh, it, it had, it had, didn't look like it had any rhyme or reason to it. Um, it's just everywhere. I didn't try it all kinds of stuff. <laughs> so, um, but I just didn't know what I really wanted to do. And so after the job was done, um, I remember talking to my pastor about it at church, and uh, if you guys are curious, um, I attend the Calvary Christian Center here in Sacramento, California. Uh, pastor Philip G. Godot uh, Sr. is the head pastor there, and if you guys have uh, heard of him before, uh, that's awesome. Hopefully, uh, it's good on your end, uh, but if you haven't, I would encourage you to check out um, the our our. We got a bunch of different things, our website and uh, even the YouTube channel, a lot of stuff on there. That's really good. Um, So, again, my pastor, him and I were speaking and I just share with him, like, you know, I'm looking for work and uh, just looking for something to do. And so he asked me, where are you serving right now? And uh, at that time. I really wasn't serving in any capacity. I had done other roles like I was uh, serving as an usher at one point in time. And um, I had served as PPA for a little bit, which is uh, as personal assistant. I've done different things. I mean, a ton of different roles Uh, in the 38 years I've been on this earth. I've done a lot of different things over my life. But over the time I've been at Calvary, I've done a lot of different roles there, too. And so he asked me again, like I said, what do you what what do you where are you serving at? And I was like, I'm not really doing anything right now. And uh, so I just remember uh, during that time he said, well, what I want you to do is I want you to call the office on Monday and I want you to talk to Shirley um, so that she can find something for you to do. Or you know what? Better yet, just come on in on Monday. Oh, okay, cool. So that's what I did. Went to the church on on Monday. And again, this is years ago, so I don't remember exactly the, the, uh, the date it was at that time, but I went in and, uh, I connected with him and, um, I remember, uh, being like, oh, well, yeah, we can, he just said, put him to work. And, and I really didn't know what I was going to do, but I found out quickly. And so I remember they took me into the main sanctuary and, uh, gave me a vacuum said, all right, we're going to have you vacuum uh, the church and uh, vacuum all of the, you know, the main sanctuary upstairs and downstairs. And I don't know if you guys know, um, if you've never seen the church before, it's a pretty big church. Um, uh, again, two stories and uh, there's a lot of carpet. And so that was my job. Um, I went to uh, do this every week, I think a few times a week. And I. Um, and I served faithfully. I was out there, I was vacuuming, y'all. I'm telling you, I was vacuuming. And when it, (laughs) I'm being so serious too, like I put in so much time and effort uh, into doing this vacuuming where it was just like, peaceful to me. You know, at first I had some kind of like pride, like, oh my gosh, I got a vacuum. i got to do all this. Like, you don't want me to serve in like the accounting area or, you know, data entry or something like that. I could be helpful with. Nah, it was vacuuming, you know, just to see probably like if I was going to accept it or not. I remember in the beginning I was kind of like, oh man, you know, but it really wasn't that big of a deal. Once I grabbed the handle of the vacuum and started pushing, um, It just became like, oh, how can I do this where it looks so good? You know, I want it to look so nice and I want it to like be perfect. So I spent time like perfecting my lines, my passes. I mean, literally, if you guys could see those videos, the old recordings from a long time ago, you would see some of those lines that were in the in the carpet. And I remember being like, yes, that's me. It's exciting. Not because I did it or it was for me necessarily, it was because I was, I was excited that I could serve the church and have other people enjoy what I did. And I know it might sound funny, but man, I'm being so serious about this vacuuming thing. I love vacuuming. Even to this day, I still enjoy vacuuming. And I don't know, God just blessed me with that, that joy. And, um, I remember doing this for maybe a few months, maybe one to two months and, um, and literally, um, about two months after that, I remember I'd still been applying during that time. I didn't just stop and work came and it was the most money um, I had ever uh, been paid at a job at that time. And so I really look at those things because my heart was really in the right place to serve. It wasn't about me. It wasn't about what I wanted. It wasn't about how I wanted it. It was about the fact that there was a job to be done and they were counting on me to get that done. Someone else would have done it if it wasn't me. But now it was one less thing they had to worry about. And so I was glad and very grateful for that opportunity to be able to do that uh, because it taught me a lot about really serving and just doing it at a level where it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you, but it has everything to do with everyone else. So I wanted to share that because I felt like, hey, it'd be good information for you guys to know so that you can look back and see, have I ever served before? Is this something that I do? Is this something that I've uh, put into practice? Or this sounds extremely foreign to me. I need to figure this thing out. (laughs) So take that time and and really look at this. But um, a few scriptures that I want to go over um, is going to be Ephesians 3 and 7. Um, There's going to be from the NLT, again, New Living Translation. And then from the Amplified uh, Bible. And so if you haven't read the Amplified, Amplified is really nice. It breaks it. It's a lot more detailed. Uh, So it breaks down more words, uh, more understanding behind it. And that's really what I want to try and get to you guys. real understanding of not just, you know, why we serve, um, why I serve, but what the Bible talks about um, as well. So Ephesians 3 and 7 in the NLT, it says, by God's grace and mighty power, I have been given the privilege, the privilege of serving him by spreading this good news. Read it one more time from the LT and then we'll go to the Amplified. It says, by God's grace and mighty power, I have been given the privilege of serving him by spreading this good news. And from again, Ephesians 3 and 7 in the Amplified, it says of this gospel, I was made a minister According to the gift of God's free grace and again, undeserved favor, which was bestowed on me by the exercise, the working in all its all its effectiveness of his power. Let me read that one more time of this gospel. I was made a minister according to the gift of God's free grace, undeserved favor, which was bestowed on me by the exercise, the working in all its effectiveness of his power. So one thing I want to do is back up for a second and go back to uh, the NLT. The last part that it says here is the spreading of this quote unquote good news. Let's pause there. Have do you know what the good news is? Is this the first time you've ever heard of this before? If it is, there's nothing wrong with that because it's a blessing that I can serve you and share with you what this means. So. What the good news means for to a Christian is just knowing that whatever you are dealing with or whatever you've been through, that God has provided you a way out of your situation through Jesus Christ. That is the good news, because that means that whatever you're bound to, whatever you're struggling with, whatever thing that has been on your heart that you just can't shake, the thing that you've been the, dealing with, the stronghold for the last 10 years. Well, man, let me share with you some great news. There's a way out. There is a way out, and it's through Jesus Christ. He is the one. He is the the way out of this situation. God provided us this opportunity. So there is no reason why I can't serve him. I've said this before on other episodes of my podcast. That I have to give the credit where the credit is truly due. Like I did nothing to deserve this. But because of God's free grace. Undeserved favor. He gave me an opportunity the privilege to serve you guys by spreading the same good news that I heard years ago. And hopefully if you've heard this before, praise the Lord, it's revamping you. And if you haven't heard this, then praise God because now you'll understand that you can, you have a way out of your situation. It is not going to be easy. There will be challenges, but through Jesus Christ, you ain't got nothing to worry about other than the fact of he has provided a way out for you. So one thing I wanted to talk about as well is these testimonies. Testimonies are extremely important. And I, if you guys have paid attention to all of the other episodes, um, you'll understand that through all of the letters of the acronym, I've gone through and shared a testimony on every single one. The O, the A, the S, the I, and then now on this S serving. The reason I do that. Is because I can't talk about something if I haven't done it, if I haven't gone through it, it's not easy to talk to someone and tell them something about a situation. If you've never really experienced it, you might have an idea. Right. Everyone's got an idea about something, but you got to really know something. You can't just have an idea of Jesus. You can't just have an idea of God. You got to really know who he is and how he has come into your life and what he expects of you and how good of a father he is to you if you've heard of him it's not gonna it's not gonna be a lot but when you know him there's a difference there because there's a real relationship now so I just look at all these times and all these testimonies I've ever had in my life, just sharing just the brief ones over this time period uh, that we've had these prior episodes. And God was the one who pulled me out of every situation. And I want you to know today, you guys, ladies and gentlemen, that God will do the same thing for you. He will be the one to do this. Dimitri, you're just hearing me speak. That's it. I am the vessel, right? Right. He is the potter. I am the clay. So he uses me in the way that he deems necessary. And it's okay with me because he has the best plan for me. He has the only plan for me. No one else can come up with a plan. Maybe at work, they say, Hey, I want you to do this. That's okay. I'll follow that command because I'm going to my job. And that's what they tell me I got to do. So I'm gonna work it. Unless it's unethical and immoral, then he can miss me with all that. But if it's not, I also have to recognize that I'm not just doing it for them. I'm doing it for God himself because he's the one who's going to be pleased with me doing those things. So really take some time and figure out, hey, do you have a testimony to share? Is there anything that you've done in your life over this time that we've spoken through the Oasis lifestyle acronyms or acronym that you guys can share as well? That not just to myself, but to someone else you know, like really take some time and think about it. And I'm sure you can find one thing that you've done good where you had 0% of yourself involved in it. And it was a hundred percent for somebody else. So I want to read, um, again, two more scriptures out of this because serving is just so important. Like it's really, to me, the most important thing in my life, uh, that's what i'm here for i'm here to serve the reason of this podcast is because of serving like this is all i've done i've spent time not trying to talk about myself just to talk about me but i'm talking about me because i'm trying to help you understand who helped me through all of my situations all of my issues all of my problems. When I made a mistake, who was there? When I faltered somewhere or fell somewhere, who was there to pick me up? When I was crying, who was there to keep me comforted? Yeah. You might say, Oh, it's my best friend or, Oh, it was, you know, my mom or my dad, but God was the one who got them to do that. He was the one who allowed them to pick up that phone at that time. So that he could be there for you because he knew exactly what you would need at that time. And I'm telling you now, you guys, try him. He will show up in ways you've never expected. He loves you more than you could ever think. And he wants the opportunity to be there for you. And this is why I'm here the way that I am for you guys. Because of what he's done for me, I have to return the favor. I have to, and I can't even come close to what he did for me. But with the power that I have, the authority that I have, this is the best way that I know how to do this, is to serve through this podcast, to give you guys an opportunity to hear something maybe you haven't heard before. Maybe you have, but from maybe just a different way, and that is fine, but I really pray that you guys take something away from this, this time that we have spent together. I'm not here just to talk for fun. If you guys ever get a chance to know me, yeah. I mean, definitely have some fun conversations and we will, as we go along more through the rest of uh, the Oasis lifestyle itself. But really, like I said, the be- whole premise of why I set up this time was to make sure you guys understood what my purpose was doing this. And ultimately, it's perfect the way that it ends on serving because that's all I've been doing this whole time. This is all I'm going to be doing through this. So I want to go back. I know I got sidetracked here, but I want to read two scriptures. One of them, you guys have probably heard this one before, um, at least the book and then the chapter and the verse, John 3.16. (laughs) I know you guys have heard John 3.16 when it comes to the Christian Bible, but I want to read it to you and I'm going to read another scripture after this, but these are all going to be from the Amplified version. So John three sixteen in the Amplified says, for God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave up his only begotten unique son so that whoever believes in, trusts in, clings to, relies on him shall not perish, meaning come to destruction or be lost, but have eternal everlasting life one more time read it with me for god so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave up his only begotten unique son so that whoever believes in trusts in clings to relies on him shall not perish come to destruction or be lost but have eternal everlasting life want to know how i know this well the scripture that i'm about to read now Confirms this, and this is Romans 10 9, is what we normally read. But I want to go out a little bit further and go to Romans 10 9 and 10 to help you understand a little bit more because I can just read Romans 10 9 and you'll see what I'm talking about here. But Romans 10 9 through 10 is really uh, helpful to help you look at this thing uh, fully. It says, Because if you acknowledge and confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and in your heart believe, adhere to, trust in, and rely on the truth that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now, that's just Romans 10 and 9. Romans 10 and 10 says, For with the heart a person believes, adheres to, trusts in, and relies on Christ, and so is justified, declared righteous, and acceptable to God. And with the mouth he confesses, declares openly and speaks speaks freely i'm sorry and speaks out freely his faith and confirms his salvation so i'm going to read that one thing one more time whole because if you acknowledge and confess with your lips that jesus is lord and in your heart believe adhere to trust in and rely on the truth that god raised him from the dead you will be saved for with the heart a person believes adheres to trust in and relies on christ And so is justified, declared righteous and acceptable to God. And with the mouth, he confesses, declares openly and speaks out freely his faith and confirms his salvation. So got to recognize something here, you guys. God greatly loved and dearly prized the world, meaning me, meaning you, that he gave up his only son, meaning Jesus. okay, Jesus Christ, he gave him up as a sacrifice. That's why we talk about Oasis, right? The first S is sacrifice. So we, that's why you guys see how important this is. He gave him up so that whoever believes in, trusts in, clings to, relies on him, shall not perish but have eternal, everlasting life. So you have to truly believe this. You have to believe that he did this, right? So then it says, again, in Romans 10 and 9, If you acknowledge and confess with your lips or your mouth that Jesus is Lord, so I believe this. I believe that Jesus is Lord of my life, right? That's why I'm taking the time to do this, where people may not feel really comfortable talking about God. They don't feel comfortable about having conversations like this. But for me, it just rolls off my tongue. I don't care. I'm not worried and I'm not ashamed of what people think about me at all. I'm just not. But again, Jesus is Lord. And you have to believe that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. So it's not just believing in his son, but you also have to believe that God raised him from the dead. So, again, from for with the heart, a person believes it's not just your words, but your in your heart. You really have to believe this thing. You got to adhere to this. You got to trust in it. You got to rely on it. And so guess what? You are justified. If this is the truth and you believe this and you are justified, you are declared righteous and acceptable to God. And with the mouth, he confesses, meaning you confess, declares openly and speaks out freely his faith and confirms his salvation. That's why I know I'm not worried about where I'm going. I'm not worried about what people think of me. Romans 10 and 9 says, if I do this, I ain't got nothing to worry about. I believe it in my heart. That there is a Jesus and I believe that God raised him from the dead. This is something that you have to believe. This is an opportunity for you guys. This is the true definition of serving. It doesn't get more serving than this. That God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he gave up his only sons. Served us. He didn't have to. He didn't have to do this at all. But he still did it. And now we can have eternal life because of it. Truly a God that serves and serving us. Still to this day, like nothing has changed. He's serving us every single day by waking up. Giving us an opportunity to go to the job. Or even give us an opportunity to look for a job. Or to start your own business. Whatever it is. So why not do the same thing? You have a gift here, an opportunity for yourself and other people to show them like how good he really is. You got to take that time. You got to really understand this. And the way I want to do this, as I want to be able to do, I know you guys have maybe heard this or not. It's okay, but it's called the prayer of salvation. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the prayer of salvation. And if you truly believe what you've heard today. All I ask is that with your mouth, right, like I said, with your mouth, with your lips, what I'm about to say, you repeat this and believe in your heart, this you will be saved. So. Repeat after me, Father. In the name of Jesus, I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you, God. Have raised Jesus from the dead. I thank you, Father, that I am now saved according to your word in Romans 10 and 9. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. And just so you guys know, if you said this with me and you repeated this, you have given your life to Christ and you now have that eternal, everlasting life that I have. All the angels rejoice when one person gives their life to Christ. And there's a a lot of them. So you got to understand how exciting that is. Like things are different now. Things aren't the same as what they are. You are considered a new creation in Christ. You can put off that old man now and put on your new man. And that's what's so exciting about this. And so... That's why I want you guys to really take hold of what you're hearing today. If you have to go back and listen to all the other podcasts, I would encourage you to do that. But I promise you, God is looking down saying like, let's go because it's one less person that has turned over to the enemy and now has been turned over to God, back to him, restoring that relationship that he has been waiting for. So. In what ways can you serve someone? In what ways can you serve someone? Is it through this mean? Hey, I don't know, but God will give you an opportunity to see what that looks like. He's the only one who can really help you understand your true potential, your true gift, your true purpose. Have you ever had time to encourage anyone to think positive in a negative situation? If you haven't, I would encourage you to start there. Take that negative situation that anyone is going through and help them to think positively about that thing. All right, guys, that's all I got for you to, for today. And I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen and close out the OASIS acronym and on serving. This is what I have been called to do all the days of my life. This is what I will be doing until Jesus comes to get me. I'm not ready to go, but when it's time, I will be ready. And so, again, have a great rest of the day, great afternoon, evening, whatever time it is for you. And remember, as always, don't talk about it, pray about it. Take it easy, you guys. Later.